Hi, thank you so much for tuning into our Stolen Lunches podcast. Today, we are going to dive into one of our powerful virtual Bible studies. Get out your journal, get out your Bible. Let's dive in. Um, I wanted to share, as far as the co-ed Bible study, what our vision is. So our vision, and I'm I'm not going to share my screen. I'm just going to go over them. Um, Our vision is to inspire, empower, and plunge deeper into God's word. At the end of the day, and if, especially if you've been over to our Bible studies frequently, we always have those disclosures, right? We always say that we are not Bible scholars, we are not preachers, but what we are is people who are passionate about God's word. We are people that want to learn and want to help others learn as well. And so at the end of the day, if the only thing that we do is help you go back and go and read your word and go into the Bible and says, this is what I want to do. I want to understand who God is. I want to understand, oh, we talked about, like tonight we're going to talk about Ecclesiastes 4. Oh, we talked about Ecclesiastes. Man, I should go back and read Ecclesiastes 4. If at the end of the day, that's what we want, we inspire you to do, that's the win. That's what we want to do. We want to inspire you to go back and to dig in deeper into your word. Because we understand at the end of the day, if you are making the word your, your friend and you are I always say the thing that helped me the most is when I made the shift from going to church to get the word from opening my Bible and get the word myself. And I understand that there's one thing about going to church and we know we love our pastors and they do do a good job and that's their job into going deeper into helping us make this connection. But one thing I learned and one thing I'll forever be grateful for Pastor Stephen about is that Sometimes I'll go to church and he'll make the connection between the Old and the New Testament. And I'm like, how did he come up with that? I never saw that. And I'm like, man, I want to do that too. I want to be able to, when I'm reading in, in Ecclesiastes, I'm able to remember, oh, there's this passage in the Old Testament that talks about the same thing. Man, let's go deeper. Let's go find find out. Instead of it becoming a check mark, oh, I read my one verse a day. Oh, I checked my Bible app today and I got my streak for today. I want to be able to just like that um, person say, be still, like Safwa said, be still, sit down and meditate on the word of God and just remembering so that throughout the day, when something happens, you can say, no, I know exactly the verse that can help me overcome that situation. Amen. That's our vision. That's our vision to inspire you, empower you, and to help you plunge deeper into God's word. And our mission statement is to help our community and those in our Bible study to encounter God and knowing him for who he is and falling in love with his words. Thank you, Tracy, for putting that in the notes. Um, so at the end of the day, again, we as a community, we call ourselves a community, we call ourselves ourselves a family, right? And so we wanna be able to um, getting that deeper understanding of who God is. I used to be the type of person that would go after God for what he can do for me, right? It's, that's when there was a circumstances, you know, when you go through those ups and downs, that when there's a circumstances, it's just like, oh man, well, I'm, I lost my job. Now I'm all gun ho about Christ. I'm all gun ho about praying. But when I have a job, it's just like, well, I don't pray anymore. Well, I want to be that type of person. And I want us as a community to be that type of person that is seeking God for who he is. Because he's, he's a sweet God. He's a comforter. He's a counselor. He's your friend. He is that person that's there for you. I mean, he loves you so much. And it's such a disservice to seek God for what he can do for you. And that's why I choose the word for um, seek God first. Because I understand that. He says, if you seek me, if you seek my face, everything else that you could ever need, I'm still going to give them to you, but they're going to be addition. They're going to be the crumbs. They're not going to be the, the main thing. The main thing is you've got me and I am so much more than a job. I am so much more than um, a paycheck. I am so much more than that person that can heal you. I am the healer. Even when I can, when I don't heal you, I am your provider. Even if I don't provide for you, I am that person that is there for you. And so Part of what we want to do is our vision is just to help our community for each and everybody that comes to our Bible study every month or even through the group meet. We want to make sure in in the conversation that we are having, just making sure that you can encounter God for who that God is, because he is he is so, so big. I mean, we can never understand the death of God, but we can try. And as we are trying, as we're seeking deeper into that, then we can really taste the sweetness of God. Amen. Some of our core value values is 
teaching the word of God, not our opinion. At the end of the day, it's not about, oh, I don't do that sin and therefore it's wrong. God says all sin is sin, right? I'm not struggling with this, therefore, well, I'm better than you. No, we're not. God call us, we're all sinners saved by grace. And so we want to teach the word of God. That's why we, as me and Tracy, as your leaders, we are making taking the time to dig deep into our word, making sure that we are understanding the way we understand it. We understand that some people may understand it completely different and that's okay. And that's why we're going to share. We're going to open the platform so that you can share with us. Tell us what you think of it. Maybe you're going to open my eyes and see something completely different. And that's the beauty of it. This is Bible study. Again, this is not us preaching to you, but again, you are our co-leaders. How can we help each other? Um, how can we encounter and empower each other by having your opinion? That's what that's why we want you in your word as well. So that when you come, you're not just waiting for, for somebody to share something with you. You are ready to share something with the entire community. And so that's what we want. So um, we also offer grace and like Naya says, offer grace and make everybody feel welcome, regardless of where you are spiritually. We understand some of us are um, more advanced than others. Um, some of us grew up in the church versus some of us may not have grown up in church. And we understand, I may know the Bible stories and somebody may not, but we want everybody to feel welcome. Again, my job is if I know it, I'm telling it to you and I'm getting you excited so you can know it too. You know, it's not for me to say, oh, well, you've been a Christian for how long and you don't know that, girl? No. So our job is to really encourage each other and holding each other, next step says, holding each other accountable as well to a higher standard. We want to make sure that as a community that, hey, if I'm part of an, a community and nobody's holding me accountable, well, are we really a community? And so holding each other community, and we know it's, it's harder because it's virtual. We don't know. Um, we're not really in each other's life like that, but we, we want to change that. Um, we want to make sure that if something is going on, please reach out. Um, now, we understand that there are some parameters and there are some things that goes into that. But again, we're going to focus more and define more what community is all about. But we want to hold each other accountable. And if you need somebody to be that accountability, accountability partner for you, Absolutely. That's why we have our faces and our name here and we have everybody in grouping. And lastly, our values, we want to serve a community. For me, that's huge. I love volunteering. I love not just talk about it, but be about it and do it. You know, sometimes it's about, we say we love our neighbors, that like the Bible says, and yet we don't even know who our neighbors is, you know. Um, for me, is having the opportunity to go out and serve in our community and show our faces, be the hands of, and feet of Jesus. That's what we are called to do. And I know we'll provide opportunities for us to do that. And so we'll put it on the calendar and we definitely would love to do that. As a matter of fact, we have an opportunity coming January 18th um, for us to blessing bag. So shameless plug, we're gonna need you to be there to help us um, pack the bags. Um, and so we'll have opportunity where we go to King's Kitchen and do um, street ministry, where we go and feed the homeless and talk to them about Jesus. Um, if we are um, going to be the disciple of God, we have to put ourselves in atmosphere and areas where we can actually preach the gospel. I and mean, that's what God is calling us to do. So we'll provide some of those opportunities. And again, if you do have opportunities where um, we can serve as a community, please let us know. And we would love to do something with that. But blessing bags right now, it's huge. It's going amazing. That's one of the things I love. Um, and so we've, we'll have plenty of opportunity for you to do that. So let's come out and serve together. And lastly, we have a motto. And Tracy came up with that. I was like, that is the best. It says, get it for yourself. Um, it's part of us saying we're not preachers. We're not pastors. Um, again, our goal is to not go to church. We even get to see what the pastor is telling us because we are, we have our head in the Bible every day. God have the, the same opportunity that, that the pastor have for the Holy Spirit to speak to them. And of course, he's going to speak through him for the community. But for you, you have that same opportunity, that same six to six books that he has, you have it too. So let's us find the time and make it a priority for us to go and dig deeper into our word. Let's go and get it for ourselves. And so we want to make sure that we are strengthening ourselves so that we can have overflow to give to others. We want to make sure that you're not just waiting for the Sunday for you to go get something at church or the Bible studies once a month for you to get a word 
when you have the word by your bed or you have the word in your cupboard or wherever you have the word at, you have it. So let's go and dig deeper. Let's let's ask the Holy Spirit if sometimes you understand that when you open it, you, you don't know where to start or you it's hard to understand. We understand that there's a lot of it, but ask the Holy Spirit, pray about it. Um, and again, we're here to inspire you. That's why we do Bible study. We're here to inspire you to kind of talk about a passage and that gives you an opportunity to go and look further into that passage yourself, especially as we share the references. Um, so that gives you an opportunity to do that. But certainly we wanna make sure that it's our job, it's my job, it's Tracy's job, it's Steph's job, it's Jonathan's job to go and read the word for ourselves and asking the Holy Spirit to actually talk to us and direct us in the way that we should go. So we wanted to share that with you. And for me and Tracy, our, um, we are recommending ourselves just to make sure that we are, hey, we are digging deeper into our word. We are staying in our words ourselves because if we don't have, if we're not doing that, then we don't have overflow to share with you. Um, but also to make sure that as a community, we are open for people reaching out to us. And I think one thing we're talking about, we said, oh, we're gonna have people reach out. We're gonna tell people we are community, you can reach out. But are we in a capacity where when somebody reach out that we can respond? And it's just like, it hits me like, you better, Mm -hmm. You say that, you better keep your word. And so we are recommitting ourselves in a point where we want to make sure and give people an opportunity because we don't want you to feel alone. We do not want you to feel like you don't have somebody to reach out to when life gets hard. And I know a lot of us are doing a great things at that, whether it's in the chat or if you don't not participating in the chat and that's okay. But we want to make sure that if something is happening, then we want to give you the option at least that you know that stolen lunches as a community is there for you. And so when things get hard, when 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 you need the prayer request, when when something comes up, you know that there are people that who cares for you and willing to and give other people an opportunity to um, step in, in in your lives. And so that's what we wanted to do. But before we go further, we wanted to open the chat for everybody as a discussion question. So basically, when we when we talk about community, what is your definition of a community? What does that word mean to you? So we wanted to open the chat and kind of hear your um, your definition of it um, so that we can better center that and kind of define that for our co-ed group specifically. So what is your definition of community? That's our discussion question as we move forward. Feel free to unmute yourself. Are you going to say something, Kat? You're smiling. <laughs> She's like, no. Okay, so when I think about community, um, I think about um, a safe place, support, people to talk to. Um, if you need to reach out, like it was stated before, being able to safely reach out and know that you're going to receive something back. Mm. Love that. And Sarah wrote in the comments, people in your area are supporting one another. Mm -hmm. Okay. A group of like-minded individuals chasing the kingdom. Love that. Okay. Blendon says, my interpretation of community is a diverse group of people striving for the same goal. Ooh. Yes. Same goal. Yeah. Good. Any, any other definition? So we have safe place that can give feedback, group of like-minded people chasing the kingdom together, having the same goal. Good, good. So we wanted to take it to the next level. Um, now that we have a definition per se, we wanted to know how are we doing as a community, um, specifically even to our, our co-ed Bible study with Kings and Queens. So we do have a poll that we're gonna put on the screen for you um, and it's unanimous. So um, we would like to get your feedback, you know? So tell us, I'm gonna launch it right now. We've got two questions. Um, so the first one is, do you feel like you found a community um, in stolen lunches? 
um, you said is a safe place where you can get feedback, group of like-minded people. So do you, do you feel like you found that in Stolen Lunches? And the second one is, are you contributing to making this community for you and others? So we'd love to, to, to hear and see your, what you have to say on that. Thank you for voting. Okay, we got 76%, 84% of people have voted. <clears throat> awesome. Perfect. So we have 12 out of 13, we'll take that. So, wow. So 83% of you says yes, you do have found, you feel like um, you found a community with um, stolen lunches. That's, that's amazing. Uh, so are you contributing? So we got 67% says yes, I'm doing all that I can. And I've got 25% of you saying no, I can do better. Hey, we've got plenty of opportunity for you. I'm 25% of people that says you can do better. And we've got about, we've got two people that says, hey, I'm new here. So um, that's good. So I am, thank you guys for, for answering. So I've got, I'm new here. And so for those of us who can do better, we definitely want to um, give people, and again, that's why we want to make sure that you know what's going on. Um, the calendar is the most important thing that when it, if you need to know what's going on, check our calendar. Um, we are doing and trying to do a better job and a good job at making sure that every event is on the calendar. Um, so we have our Bible studies every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those are on the calendar at seven o'clock, the same Zoom link. If you come in, you'll find a Bible study. And then we've got our um, prayer calls in the morning on the Mondays and Wednesday. And so we know that we've got something going on. Again, check the calendar to know what's going on um, if you are looking to get plugged in. And of course, if you are not part of the group me, that's the place where we do, we do post. Um, we've got people posting prayer requests. Every morning, if you go, you'll find people posting prayers. Um, you have um, people posting about, hey, I'm going through something. Can you pray with me? Can you pray for me? Um, you've got people posting, you listen to a good message and it was encouraging, or they know of a good worship song and it's encouraging and they'll be posting it. And so that's really our main platform that we have to make sure that people are staying in community and staying together. And with through GroupMe, you have an opportunity to send a PM or send a private message to somebody. Let's say you're going through something and you don't know, you don't want to post it in the group and you want to make it more personable. Hey, feel free to send me and Tracy a PM. And again, we are your leaders, but we have, let's see, we've got 14, 15 co-leaders in here. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, sometimes I know somebody would post, there's some person, somebody posted, oh, are we having Bible study? And Kat, before I even saw it, Kat answered. I'm like, this is what it is all about. <laughs> people going through the community and answering questions and making sure that people are being supported, right? That you are in a safe place, that we are getting the feedback that is required. And again, we have the same goal because we all want to serve God. We all want to serve the kingdom. Yes, God is amazing. Absolutely. And so we want to make sure that you have those opportunities, that you know you have those options. Again, we don't want you to feel like you're not part of a community or you're part of a community to feel like 87% of you says you, you are in a community, but how sad would it be when you go home at night or you crying yourself to sleep? Well, you have a community, right? Why can't you reach out? And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. And sometimes it's super hard, but we want to make sure that there is the option that you know the option is available for you. So thank you for um, um, sharing your your word and sharing what community means for you. Again, we are open and available um, to help you with that. So to continue with our community team uh, theme, um, <laughs> now that you know what it is about, we wanna go into the word because that's what we are here for, right? We wanna dig deeper into the word. So I'll pass it for to Tracy so that we can um, go into our word for today. Okay. Thank you, Joanne. Um, so uh, Joanne just gave you um, our mission, vision, core values, and model for our Kings and Queens Bible study. And um, we're going to, for the scripture, we're going to be coming from Ecclesiastics 4, set verses 7 through 12, and they are posted down in, um, in the chat. And it says, again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. 
there was no end to his toil, yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling, he asked, and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless, a miserable business. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So just to repeat verses nine, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Okay. And um, so our theme for tonight is, um, is community. However, um, I don't think I'll be remiss if I don't go into the word haval, haval, which is mentioned in Ecclesiastics. If you guys are familiar with um, Ecclesiastic, it's that meaningless um, book. Everything is meaningless. Your jacket, this Lakers jacket, meaningless. <laughs> the crown on my head, meaningless. All of it is meaningless <laughs> throughout all of Ecclesiastes. <laughs> um, and the Hebrew word for that, it means haval, haval, H-E-V-E-L. I'm not Hebrew, I could be saying it wrong, but haval. And it's mentioned in Ecclesiastes 38 times. We saw it in our scripture verses um, twice. So I wanted to kind of give an idea of like, what, what does this meaningless really mean? And um, in Hebrew directly, it means um, it means a vapor or a smoke. So it's something vain, something futile, empty, meaningless, temporary, transitory, or fleeting, or mere breath. So you think of like someone smoking a cigarette, and you see that smoke coming from their cigarette, and you just do this, and it kind of goes wherever your the wind blows it and it goes away, or you might um, see smoke coming from any sort of a fire and it just kind of goes away and it's temporary. It's this temporary thing, something that is um, meaningless because it's not, and it'll, um, it's something vain, mere breath. So when you look at the various translations, NIV, when they um, translate Haval, they use the word meaningless. King James uses the word vanity. Everything is vanity vanity of vanities. And the Message Bible calls it a wisp of smoke. And other um, translations will refer to it as a vapor. Now in um, the word, nothing in the word is truly completely just meaningless as in meaning that it does, it's a waste of your time. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> there is a meaning behind it. But what they're trying to um, basically say is just it's something that is temporary. So like that smoke, that flame from a smoke, you could do this and it kind of goes away wherever, you know, there's no like lasting smoke ever, you know, <laughs> it just kind of goes away after, you know, after you kill off the source. So it's something that is there, but is gone tomorrow. It's something that is present, but you can get rid of it. So it's meaningless as in, it's not something finite and forever. Um, um, it's, um, so it's all meaningless. Um, and then what I liked about the word haval, meaning vapor or smoke, or even mere breath. If you guys remember back in July, when um, Joanne and I did our first study. Our first study was on the Holy Spirit. Does anybody remember? Are we just up here talking for, for <laughs> I remember. <laughs> but Holy Spirit, and um, we talked about the Holy Spirit and the word spirit in Hebrew being Rosh, R-U-A-C-H, which also means breath. And we talked about in Greek, it was pneuma, pneuma, P-N-E-U-M-A. And that was the Greek word, for spirit and also means wind or air. So I like the idea of this meaningless things, everything in the world being meaningless here, but temporary, not being there, but it has. So all of that and it's me and everything on the world um, and everything in the flesh and everything earthly being meaningless, but we also, and that's like our sin, everything that represents the sinful nature, everything that represents um, things that are temporary, things that time will let it, will have it pass. Everything, like even us, we're gonna die. We're all gonna die one day. It's all these meaningless things. But that thing that will last forever is also breath. 
the Holy Spirit. So we have the old things like the old covenant and the new thing, like our newness, which is the Holy Spirit that gets to live inside of us, which becomes our new breath of life that we live. So I like how that could kind of tie in to with each other. So you, everything is meaningless, but if you want the meaningful breath, you know, pull to God <laughs> through the Holy Spirit. And I hope that makes sense. So um, basically, and all of, um, not just our scripture, but all of Ecclesiastics, um, everything, there's nothing new under sun, it's all being meaningless. Um, and let me actually reread the scripture one more time um, with that understanding of, I'm saying the word meaningless, but we're not thinking that it means a waste of time, but that it just means a temporary thing, um, something that's here on earth that's gonna pass away with time. Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a, there was a man all alone. He did, had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toll. Yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling, he asked. And why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless. A miserable business, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. As if two lie down, also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. So everything um, that we are doing here on earth, the way that we um, investing our time, the way that we are investing our energy, our emotions, our statuses here on this earth, it's gonna pass away. It is meaningless. What are we working so hard for? <laughs> you know? Even when we leave an inheritance to our kids, they may waste it all away. <laughs> you know, They may throw trash it. It's, at the end of the day, it's, gonna, it's a chasing of the wind. It's gonna go. We're all gonna die whether you be rich, whether you be poor, whether you be good, whether you be bad. So at the end of the day, it's like, so what should I do? <laughs> we should serve God and love people and walk in wisdom, okay? So um, um, now we're gonna just get into um, being in community. And I wanted to um, just throw it out there that we're talking about gathering together, you know, two is better than one. <laughs> one can help each other keep on. But there are times in your life where maybe God calls you to be alone, where you might be going through a wilderness period. We're not, that's not our focus. And we're not saying everybody, you must be all 100% of the time in community. And not only in community, in our community, I want you here every day. <laughs> we do want you here. But, you know, if you have something else to do, we completely understand. Um, but for um, our theme tonight is being in community with the understanding that there may be times where you may be called away and alone. So, but what keeps people away from community and life? You know, um, and we know that the schemes of the enemy is gonna not want us all to be getting that warmth that we can all receive from each other. But what does that look like? And I came up with three different ways that it looks, oh, three different ways that it looks to um, stay away from community or how the, how the enemy can pull us away from community. And those three ways are through dejection, rejection, and subjection. Um, and let me read this comment. Um, oh, comfortable, yes. Comfortable being isolated. Yes, Safwa, that's it, dejection right there. <laughs> she just went ahead and hit it right on the head. Um, so basically, um, dejection is a sad and depressed state low spirits, discouraged, lacking energy. Um, and I personally have been there before where I felt like super depressed, super like, hey, you know what? I'm just not gonna be a part of anything right now because my energy is low, especially with my iron levels. All of last year, these last couple of years, my iron on every, when I've gone into doctor's office, says they've told me like, ma'am, like how you're like, they act, pretend, I say they pretend or they act like, but the numbers are saying that my iron levels are super low um, to the point that um, an iron helps get your oxygen to your brain. So they're saying that I shouldn't even be walking. They don't understand why I'm in their office, you know? But when your iron levels are that low, 
you sometimes you just don't feel like doing anything. You just want to, I just want to lay here because it's comfortable. And it's like, sometimes like, God, I don't want to be lazy right now. I don't want to be drained, but sometimes there's a draining period. <laughs> and um, for me, it, my iron could take, take me there. And I've told one of my friends, I said, the person, one that I'm in community with, hey, when I feel, start getting super depressed or I'm saying things that are super depressive, remind me like to have my iron checked, remind me <laughs> to make sure this isn't, because most of the time where I felt like bored, God, like what is, I think I'm going crazy. Like, I don't know why I'm so depressed. It's, it's right on the head of I'm learning that my iron levels have dropped um, significantly. And they're not dropping just because I want them. It's also because, you know, fibroid problems and different things like that um, in my body that is making me get to those states. But um, even though minds could be medically induced that way, um, there, there's all types of stuff can, that can have us going into states and bouts of depression states and bouts of feeling like we are all alone or things that are getting us down, um, down in our spirits. Um, even to like last year when I lost my grandmother, even though I have all my whole entire family, but for a second, I was thinking, grandma's gone. There's no hope for me anymore. <laughs> There's like no place, I, oh my God. Like, and it was surprising, like my mom is like right there and my sisters are right there, my brothers is right there. But I wanted that one thing that God was saying that I, he wanted and that had me feeling um, slightly in a depressive state for a moment. So many things like that can have us feel in that feeling of dejection, really low spirits. Um, and also on a biblical standpoint, we saw that in Ruth, Ruth 1 and 20, where um, at that point, Naomi, after she'd lost her sons, she lost her husbands, she was sending her daughters-in-laws off. Um, so she was basically saying, y'all can leave me too. And she was seeing herself all alone. And she says, don't call me Naomi. She told them, call me Mara, because, at, um, because the Almighty has made me feel very bitter. Okay, I can't even imagine. I, I just lost one person. I can't imagine losing three of my closest family members. I can't imagine having birthed two of them and then have them taken away. So I dejection that want that will want us, that would want me, that would want us to, you know, stay away, everyone get away from me. I feel bitter right now. I don't want to do with anything. Um, the other thing is the feeling of rejection and not even that you are actually rejected by someone, but even that fear of being rejected by someone um, can have you just wanting to stay away from community so that you don't even know if you're going to experience it or not, but let me just go ahead and protect myself right now and stay away. <laughs> you don't even worry about rejecting me. I'm gonna go by myself, <laughs> you know? Um, so, and that can be rejection is dismissing or refusing or just non-acceptance. They're not gonna accept me. I'm not even gonna go there. Um, and these are, um, these two, I feel like are spirits, dejection, spirit of dejection and spirit of rejection and something that we can go through deliverance and pray out of our lives. We don't have to be there. We don't have to have those. Um, and even that spirit of dejection, I've had like, Lord, I rebuke this out of my life now. <laughs> and on the iron side, I'm asking for healing. Steph has prayed for me before <laughs> um, about my iron and my health, because that's not a good feeling. That's not a good place um, to be. And I don't want to, no one wants to room, like um, meddle in that. Um, and the other thing is subjection. And subjection is the action of subjecting to one's control or the fact of being subjected. So basically um, subjecting to other people, but also submission. I chose the word subjection because it went with the ejections that I've always using in the other three, two words, but it's the same idea of being under the submission. Of, of, you don't want to follow their lead. You don't want to follow under what it is that that particular group ha um, has going on. But Joanne, she's presented to you our mission, our vision, our motto, and all those things are things that are of God that God has placed in our hearts, you know, to bring forth this group and be able to bring forth this study. So 
you know, you have to be able to yield to that, you know, <laughs> to what it is that we're here to do and what, what it is. We've asked you all to be co-leaders with us. Um, so it's like, sometimes you would say, you, you could start to think on the inside, oh my God, those people, she has a crown on her head. I'm not worthy. It's, I got it from Amazon. Um, but like you, you, sometimes those things will make you feel like, you know, I, I, how can I step up and be a part of that? How can I, you know, like, I don't know. They're asking for a, a lot of me. And it, it's not a lot, but sometimes our mind, that re dejection and that rejection can have us feeling that way. And so to the point that we don't want to submit ourselves to um, the will of God and what he's having, um, what he's calling and what he's us to do and what he's having us to do, um, do here and um, in Kings and Queens. And I also have down here, sometimes we don't want to submit to uh, the mission and vision of a group because of lack of understanding. But I hope, is there any lack of understanding? <laughs> Can we clarify that for anybody? Um, always feel free to like, um, even if you have to direct message us or even throw in the chat right now, anything that needed to be clarified so that we could do that to make sure that um, we have understanding. And as far as stolen lunches as a whole, Jacinda is the leader <laughs> and she's an open door. You can message her and like, hey, this is the thing that I don't understand about you know, what the group as a whole is doing and we can get clarity on that. So hopefully you'll be more willing to um, submit to be subject yourselves to the missions and um, values and leadership of the organization. Um, but, so those are things that keeps people away from community. But what draws us and keeps us in community? The give and the take. There's a give and take relationship. We strengthen each other. Um, and the beautiful piece of, of this, um, I was thinking about like, you know, what's some of the, um, uh, the most recent give and take that I've received personally from the community? And um, I think I say almost about every study that one of my um, favorite scriptures is Deuteronomy 31 and 6 that says, do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I know that scripture. I love that scripture. I think about that scripture. I was thinking about that scripture as I was walking <laughs> around my neighborhood during lunch. It's just, all, I'm not even thinking about it because it's in my study. It's just part of my life, a scripture that I personally think about all the time and apply it in my life. And I could just feel God like all around me. I was like imagining uh, like a fog and just God surrounding us. And I, there was like a small like body of water that was there. Um, and I was like imagining, you know, he's in that water too. And I was just having a, a personal meeting time moment. Um, but that's my scripture that I, um, I think about a lot and imagine in my life. And then this week, someone in the community said, um, they were in, it wasn't even a question that I had or, or, or talking to me at all, but they were speaking to someone else and they were, um, um, it hurt Courtney A, and she said, God's manifested presence. We have to be careful not to equate a feeling with God's presence. Yes, his presence may evoke a feeling, but just because we aren't feeling it doesn't, um, doesn't mean he isn't there or we aren't in his presence. This can lead us to chasing feelings instead of God's true presence chasing feelings instead of God's true presence. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. He resides within you. So he is there. Stay strong and encourage. Our, our feelings can be deceiving. Like the song says, even when I don't feel it, he's working. Now I know that God is all around me always. And I, that part, part of my favorite scripture tells me he ain't never going to leave me nor forsake me. But my um, community member saying that to someone else and I just being in the environment and the community and reading that, that helped hone in my, my favorite scripture. Even now I got some more stuff to share with y'all about my favorite scripture. Just when I thought I could run out of things to say, she provided something else to say. And I didn't even know how I could even apply it to this message, but it was applied because my community member <laughs> um, had that idea of chasing feelings. I never even came to my mind. I think of God all around me and I do, maybe I had a feeling um, that I was approaching to God, but all of that feeling is me based off of my environment. So if I'm explaining the presence of God to you using my own feelings, I'm missing the mark. I'm missing the mark. And we, cause we shouldn't really be uh, applying them. Cause when, what happens when my feeling is different? What happens when things aren't going my way and my, when I tell you all about my being in dejection and my iron being low, that iron and the four fibroids, that's related to my hormones. 
when my hormones are going crazy, that means my emotions are going crazy and haywire. Tracy Lane cannot go off of her emotions and her feelings because biologically all this in here is causing them to go haywire. So I have to know alone outside of feelings, God is with me always. So, and I got that from the give and take from, she don't even, she probably don't even know and understand because <laughs> I don't know her personally, but that just really just stood out to me so much. Um, so what else draws us to community is um, it always points us to God. That particular scripture points us, pointed me even closer to God. Um, but also we are finding mentors in our community. We can find mentees within our community. We can find friends, confidants, people that reassure you of the grace that we don't have to earn it. I know Naya said that her word for the year is grace. Um, and I was telling Joanne earlier this week that a lot of times, sometimes when I'm like saying something, about myself, like, oh God, I can't believe I did something. Her and Whitley are good to say, Tracy, show yourself some grace. Show yourself grace in that area. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I, I should be, sorry, forgive me. <laughs> Thank you guys for being good friends, you know? And I can get out of me and focus back to God. So they always point us back um, to God. We also can bear one another's burdens um, through different things that we do. Um, with even with the group within within our missions, um, we are helping even the homeless people um, that are out there. And we're not only are we helping the homeless people that are in the streets. Um, there are some people that would be alone on those Saturday mornings. Um, but if you feel like you're all alone, you don't have someone to talk to, come out and serve with us. Come out and serve. Be a part of our the community. When we have those um, functions that are outside side of the uh, Zoom meetings. And then, so if you don't have that person, or you can, some, there's people that have um, said, hey, let's go. We had that hiking club that started. We, it's on group me now, <laughs> based off of people here. We're go, there's a hike coming up this Saturday. And even while you're on the, the, um, the mountain, just hiking all by yourself, I've ran into Jacinda on Crowders <laughs> before <laughs> unintentionally. But it's always good when you get to the peak and you're like, oh, I know that person. <laughs> It's a really good feeling, feeling to be there. So we can bear each other's burden whether if you're feeling alone. Um, if you feel like you maybe don't have something to eat, you know, ask your sister or your brother. If you feel like you um, need something like job related, there's somebody out there that can help you in ways in which you just don't even know it. Unless you're in that community, being a part of that community, being open, being honest, this. Um, oh, yes. Yes, we will add you, Alicia. <laughs> you know, uh, being open and honest about who you really are, what you're really going through, and we are in this to bear each other's burdens. So just let us know, like, you don't even got to, don't even, um, you don't have to feel like you're being burdensome on someone, but just really, just really be who you are and tell us your needs and maybe we can't help you at all, but I might, maybe sometimes um, I can keep in mind um, like what someone is going through. And then maybe like a day later, I could hear someone saying some, a way that could bless that other person. And I'm like, you know what? I think you might need to talk to someone. So you just never know, you know? And that's to me what bear each other's burdens look like, you know? So um, with that, we can have community. So um, we and so Romans 12 4 and 6 says for just as each of us are one body so excuse me for just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function so in Christ we though many form one body and each member belongs to all the others we have different gifts according to the grace given to us so we are each our own different people with our own different different gifts our own different burdens even our own different um, things that we're going through, our own different um, things that we're graced with and gifted with, um, but all together we're one big whole body and that we can all help each other out with. Um, when I felt bad, I already mentioned that Steph prayed with me about <laughs> my health. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even, I, I, I don't even know what else to pray. I, I've asked that my fibroids be gone many times. I fasted, I prayed. <laughs> I reminded you of your promises of health. We've already gone through deliverance on the cross of Jesus. And it's already there. My fibroids are there for not just this year, but many years. And it ain't there. Seth, pray with me. You know, <laughs> who else can pray with me about this thing? You know, um, 
there also the I asked the prayer warriors to do certain things. And actually just this week, um, I asked her again to pray about getting a different a location for the 18th event that we're gonna have have happen for the give blessing bags. Um, someone from uh, RJK High School wanted students to join in, and um, I she said, "Hey, God's telling me to pray for the group. Well, what can I pray for?" And I threw that in the prayer. And then that same night, we ended up finding a location. <laughs> I spoke to the lady today. Hey, and we have a location already for the 18th. And that's what bearing and um, bearing each other's burdens look like. Um, and then Psalms 133 and 1, it says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. How good is that to have community? For you to put your prayer requests out there and you know that they're not out there in vain, but someone is really going to God on your behalf. Someone really in truth, like those prayer, when I say I'm praying right now, I might can't like go and get face down at my job, but I'm saying a prayer right then and there. I'm like, look, let me take a minute right now and pray for exactly that thing immediately. And sometimes if maybe if I am doing something and I say, I can see the notification that said, someone says pray for my sister. I don't even, can't even read the rest. Hey God, that person asked about, I don't know what that situation is right this moment because I can't get in that group, but God on their behalf and just send up angels, sending up prayers right away, you know? So people are out there really um, praying, praying for each other. Um, so with that, I'm going to shift it back over to Joanne. Yeah. Thank you, Tracy. That was, that was amazing. Um, so we learn about the power of community. We learn about what keeps us away from community. We learn about what keep, can bring us closer to community. So I wanted to ask you and bring you back um, because Ecclesiastes says two are better than one. So it speak firmly on the power of companionship, community and friendship. And we have several examples of that in the Bible. So at the beginning, we asked you about what was your word or what was your New, Year, New Year's resolution and what, what, what were you going to focus on in 2021? So based on your word and what you said, so we had Steph saying healing, redeeming, restoring, Sarah, Alicia, everybody mentioned something. So based on the word, on those words, um, how do you see community um, playing a role in that? How do you see you, whether it's in your word or how do you see community or being part of this community but are you playing a role in that or the community playing a role in your word for 2021 or your new year's resolution? I'm going to say accountability. Mm -hmm. We've all heard what everybody has said. We know uh, what they're looking to do for this year. So it's just like, if someone is discussing something or they bring up something in the chat or whatever, or on a Bible study, we can say, Hey, or we can check in and say, well, how is this going? Or how is that going? Just accountability. <clears throat> I love that. Yeah. So Ms. Sarah, I wanted to ask you, how can the community help you in staying determined? Because determination was your word. So how can the community help you in that? And how can you help the community um, in their accountability too? Um, so yeah, I was thinking about that actually the other day, and I tend to be someone who's very, um, independent, like I'm an only child and I grew up with a single mom. So I was always like, I can do it. I can handle it myself. And I know, uh, especially in relationships in the past and like, even now, like going through it with my boyfriend, he's like, I just feel like you, and when things are tough, you just kind of like close yourself off. You don't reach out to me, you know? So I feel like having a community and just leaning more on people. Like I always feel like I'm a burden when I lean on people. So I tend to try to figure it out on my own, but I'm like, no, you know, this is my year to, to really be connected with people and leaning on people more and, and vice versa. I always feel like I'm there for people, but, um, I tend to have like a very, um <laughs> aggressive demeanor a lot of the times where it seems maybe like I'm closed off but I'm very like open with people when they get to know me and speak with me so I want to let people know that I'm always there if they want to talk or if they need help with anything because I am a very open person so I guess it's like back and forth but just leaning more on people I definitely could use more 
Sarah, me too. I feel like you were, me and you were kind of like <laughs> the exact same way. And for me, I had the sticker on my computer for the longest time that says, helping others is only half of the equation. You also have to accept help. Mm. Even too recently, I contracted COVID. And at first I didn't know, I, I tested negative, but I started feeling symptom. And I was grocery list. Let me tell you, my pantry was empty. And I was just like, well, I can order food from Amazon. I can do this. I'm like, I don't want to bother people. I mean, people have lives. But I reached out to Tracy and um, Whitley and I was just like, ladies, can somebody go shop for me and I'll send you a list. And it took me, it took every fiber of me to say that because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to test something because I'm like you. Yeah, I want to be there for people, but I'm not giving other people an opportunity to be there for me. And I tried it. And seconds later, and they were like, girl, tell me what you need. And they went and shopped for me. And I'm like, I didn't even have to get out of, outside my house. I'm like I stayed in quarantine for 14 days and I had food in the house. So it, it's a testament to say that giving people an opportunity to be there for you, that's going to be what helps you out because that's what's really been helping me out. So thank you for sharing that. Can I, can I please speak on that? Oh my gosh, that is so good, y'all. Um, the thing about it is like with your gifting and your love for helping people, like God wants to bless you back in return and he wants to show you what it feels like and you, you block our blessings. You block my blessing, the one that's coming with my name on it, that wants to help you when you don't even give me the opportunity to tell me that something's wrong. I have a girlfriend right now. I just found out yesterday, someone called, she's part of our community here. And she's the first one to say, so-and-so is in a hospital. We need to send food. We need to go get her clothes. We need to go send flowers. We, she, that's her lane. That's what she does, right? She's now in a space and no one knew. Like no one knows. And so someone else called me and was like, did you know that so-and-so has been in the hospital? And, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, we, it's like for the one time that we get to return the favor, that we get to pour all over you the way you do all the time for us. Like that's really what community is. I learned mm -hmm. that I have friends for a gazillion years that I could call on and beg and do everything. They'll complain, drag their feet you know, say, you know, keep a record, but you can call people in a community like this. This is for people, this is outside of your best friend and your years. This is a community that's purposely for us to be vulnerable, to share in our faith, to grow, to talk about God. And you will be surprised what Joanne said. I, 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 I didn't want to send it, but I sent it. And I bet that Whitley and Tracy, sorry, my, my phone, <laughs> is dying um i bet whitley and tracy blessed you oh yeah like superseded it you did not even see it coming you probably almost wanted to cry and it's like that's waiting for all of us if we would open ourselves up to it and also now tracy and whitley get to be blessed because they were able to be a blessing in your life. Mm, that is so good. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches podcast today. If you want to be part of our virtual Bible studies live and in person, you can tune in from anywhere every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bible study, real people, real conversation, real struggles, and real testimonies of how great our God is. Just log on to StolenLunches.org.